2: Today I have Andrew Scheim joining me again in the show, and I'd like to say, welcome Andrew, I'm glad you can join me again today.
3: Thank you for having me back.
2: Well, before we actually get into our subject today, I'd like to just go over my little disclaimer that i like to add is that the show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is strictly the opinion of myself, Dr. Marianne Chase, and my guest, Andrew Scheim. Please always check with a licensed healthcare provider in your area about any concerns that you may have. So, Andrew, just by way of introduction, again, is a certified natural therapeutic specialist and advanced body worker. He has created innovations in the field of body work through a process of synergizing sacral, polarity, and acupuncture with a new therapy that is called rapid release therapy, an advanced technology for accelerating connective tissue release. Andrew is a long-term holistic educator and practitioner in the field of nutrition. He creates cutting-edge formulation and is the owner of Andy's Natural Formulas. His approach is powerful, comprehensive, flexible, and factors in the unique challenges of our modern times. Along with hands-on work, Andrew develops home programs for his clients which are simple to follow and easy to understand. So Andrew, today we're going to be talking about some special teachings that have really been the thing, as I understand it, that has led you into all of this advanced therapy. And uh, now, correct me if I mispronounce it, it is about the Hawaiian Ho'opono
3: teachings. (laughs) Ho'oponopono.
2: Okay, I'll... Try to get it right.
3: <laughs> like trying, trying to say hula hoop three times.
2: Yeah. Okay. So, can you explain what these? Oh oh no oh I better not do it again because I'm butchering it badly.
3: We could just call it Hopo for short. <laughs> like give okay. it a nickname.
2: Okay, that works for me. What do these teachings? Um, what? How have they modeled? And how does that fit in with your work?
3: Well, it's almost like I went. In a way, I've gone, well, I should say backwards or from outward to inward over the years. Always, kind of in many years ago, I would start with nutrition, got into yoga, and I started to realize that there were deeper layers of consciousness that had to be, uh, what they use the term, cleaned. But it, actually, in body work and kind of hitting certain roadblocks, I started investigating the deeper subconscious material that would cause the, the stresses in the body and looked at various systems. I um, eventually stumbled upon the whole Pono, and it has a tremendous innocence to it and heart center, and it seems kind of simple. Um, but it, their explanation of how life works, how consciousness works, is very elegant, and the practice itself... I came to really appreciate, especially integrating it with other practices. So, um, that's, a, that's a brief gist of how I came upon it. Do you, do you want to know a little bit more about how Hope Upon It works?
2: Well, it, it, our discussion today is going to be talking about the energy body and the, how that affects the emotions. So, if... The conversation of how our, our the teachings will lead us into that energy yeah, yeah let, let's let 's go All ahead right. and do that because right we I I to
3: help with what I do, and they don 't necessarily go into total depth. they have classes where I think they go into much more depth, a lot of actually the um, Students of Morna, who's the kind of recent master of the teachings, Morna Simona, uh, are actually, some of them are body workers. Uh, In in Hawaii, they have something called Lomi Lomi. But um, pragmatically, the energy body is, is an interface. It's a language system. Most people, when they have a problem, they feel stresses, but they don't know how to communicate with the stress. So when you start to understand and work with the energy body, and that does take some study, it's kind of like if you want to play a musical instrument, you just pick it up, you have to learn how to, let's say it's a sax, you have to learn the fingerings, the notes, the reed, the mouthpiece, and once you can start making music, voila. But most people, they don't see their body as an instrument. They don't realize they have to learn the notes and the, and the kind of the, the musicality of the body to start a communication with what's called the subconscious. So the body itself is always sending signals and what happens is we go into stresses and fears and we just, we don't know how to sort of regulate or work with that fear. And part of the Hapopono teaching is the first thing is working with fear. So today I wanted to go over some tools in terms of how you can pragmatically start to communicate with your own body, work with the fear work with the stress, and then once you're able to accomplish that, then you can go into deeper levels of meditation, what they call cleaning.
2: Okay. So now let's just kind of take a little step towards this fear uh, issue because I have spoken a lot about how fear is the number one cause of uh, our stresses. It's actually just the opposite of love. So in the Hopo Opono teachings, is, is fear also the number one cause of the stress? And how does it cause the stress?
3: Good question. Well, it's actually step one is to work with the fear. Step two is work with the breathing. And actually the cause is the programming or the memories which is why they have the cleaning practice so what's causing the fear are the subconscious programs much like you have a smooth running computer and you get a virus so and the computer acts really weird and slow and sluggish and maybe even starts corrupting your you know everything so you don't say that the the symptoms are the cause the cause would be the virus itself And this is hard to understand because it's so hard and this is why this is such a difficult practice and you must first work with the fear then work with the breathing and then go to the virus cleaning so to speak which is actually very subtle much like a computer very micro programs they can be generational memories. But they run in a very stealth mode, and you need a special kind of access language system to work at the cleaning practice. It takes a bit of doing. It is meditation.
2: Yeah, so the first thing, actually, would be for a person to identify the source of their fear?
3: Well, you can't really do... That's the interesting thing. You, Lynn, the modern teacher, would say, the data is too overwhelming. There's too much going through you per at any time, this is the paradox of the work, and you'll never know the data, per se. That doesn't mean you can't clean the data. So if you try to, this is one of the faults, I think, of mind and psychotherapy. They try to come you, and, and break it down into an interpretation, like this happened to you at, you know, let's say parent, a lot of parental stuff, or traumas at certain points in your life, so they point the finger at the event. Well, it's much more complex, the data in real time as as to how it's actually putting you into stress. So that is why meditation or going into certain transcended states or whatever you want to call it, uh, different states of being and, and, and awareness and practice are so important because you have to use a different language system to get to the subconscious material. And you can't do it, you know, per se, try to pinpoint. That's not going to work. One thing about body work that's really nice is you really see real time how the subconscious is moving about through the body and you can respond in real time. Music is very much in real time. If you're playing, you know, if you've played music, you know, there's a lot of cluster of sound and there's a lot of frequencies going on.
2: Right, and so the the thing that, I find really curious is that what you're saying is that you really don't have to identify the specifics of the fear and that just like on a computer virus that is very complex and how it works, you just have to identify that there is a virus there. And so let's just call fear our bio virus.
3: And well, no, fear is the reaction of the system going hokey. The virus is causing the system to go hokey. Now this is this is where it gets interesting. There are various, although you can't. This is about trying to get two left brain and, and try to create causes and analysis. There are ways to get immediacy with the information, which is more like what a virus cleaner would do: is tune into that specific virus and figure out a way to clean it. And. That's what you need to do. There's a way to empathically tune in to information that's not left brain that'll get you not the entire cleaning, but it'll get you a, something to grab onto that actually can help. It's like a keynote or a I don't know um, the various systems would say there's a certain pillar, and if you knock down that pillar, others will fall, or you knock down you know key significant keynote memories. And there's a work I use that does that. But what's very interesting is it doesn't, the left brain never is always wrong. When I do that work on people, it's called emotion code. You're located, you you source out what's the charge, what's the emotion. There's about 60 emotions to choose from. Once you locate the emotion, it's when did it occur? Now, this can be 10,000 years ago, or it could be when you were, you know, 10 years ago. So you're actually talking to the higher self and this is in Hopopono 2, divinity cleans. So if you can access your much more intuitive higher self, you're actually asking your higher self, okay, what's going on right now? Where is this memory sourcing? And you're never knowing the detail. You never get very detailed oriented this work. You're just getting enough location or sense of the information. And, the, and then your higher spirit and your own inner being says, aha, that's what's been, that's kind of what's been stressing me out. Then divinity does the cleaning. I see. So you, you get kind of close to it, or you get you know you kind of open the door and let divinity do the rest.
2: I see. So uh, yeah, we're we're talking about something that's very simple, and uh, let's just not uh, overthink it. Well, Andrew, this is really leading us down a very interesting road. But we do need to take a quick break here and so when we come back let's talk a little bit more about that divinity cleaning. Folks, don't go away.
4: Your life Your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness.
1: Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click Coaching.
4: Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with hosts Nancy Karala and Dr. Chandra Bali Ghosh. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and the founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. And Dr. Ghosh is the chairperson of research and development for the C. diff Foundation. Together, with their guests, we'll explore infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: You are listening to The Healing Whisper: a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring com. Now back to the show.
2: Welcome back, and today my guest is Andrew Schein. And for the break, we were talking a bit about the Ho'oponopono teachings. Those are the Hawaiian teachings of uh, cleaning the the fear that we have in our energy systems of our bodies. And uh, I'd just like to clarify, Andrew, that the fear, you you equated this to a virus on our computer, but the fear is not the virus. It is our memories that we have that create the fear.
3: It is, to use the word our is interesting. Because, yes, you will have a unique set of memories, and so will everyone else, generational memories will be, you know, everyone has their own different generational memories from their own different backgrounds. So and in a sense, I, when you start to do the cleaning, you part of the process of Hopopono and the way Dr. Yulin teaches it is he says the the inner child that's afflicted with the data. You need to be loving to the inner child and realize it's the data, it's not the child, so to speak. In other words, there's there's the, we all feel that, we all, especially when we feel victimized. Why did this happen to me? But he's separating the part of you that feels afflicted, is sending up the data, which is the actual stuff that's causing the problems, but how you respond to the data is huge in terms of outcome of healing. So if you, now in Pono, what he says is the first thing you should say when the data is sent up is thank you, inner child, for sending up this data yet again to be cleaned. Normally we suppress it, we react to it, but we don't, we're not in gratitude for an opportunity to clean, and that is a huge leap in consciousness if you can take that first step.
2: Yes, I can see that it would be a huge, huge thing just to, first of all, acknowledge that, uh, that that this data has been sent to you and rather than saying, oh, my, I have to get rid of this bad feeling.
3: Right, the reaction to the data.
2: So you said that that very first step is to release the fear and then the second step you mentioned was uh, had to do with breathing.
3: They go what? hand in hand, right?
2: Okay, so tell us about that.
3: Okay, so this is the again, and to the best of my knowledge, and even when you go, when I went to school to study body work, they the first thing they say is you can never can heal in, in stress. When the when the, when you're in a, so it's a vicious circle. If you're in stress, it reinforces more negative thoughts. So the first thing you want to do is regulate your physiology. So working with the fear pragmatically isn't any school of healing. And once you can do this, then you can get down to deeper meditations and actually clean the programs, the viruses. So the, there are pragmatic steps that I have developed, and, and really what these are called in Hopo Onopono are cleaning tools. Okay. Ways to help cl- your, assist you to do this process. So working with fear, there are some real favorites I have had. and to, Let me start with the uh, the first one. So you're in stress, you're, you're feeling, your body's tight, you know, you can't get at let's say you're, you have even a panic attack, you're in anxiety, what do you do? Um, your mind is racing, you know, all the symptoms. Heart's racing. I've had this with clients. So you're trying to literally change that state of physiology. So here are some very pragmatic tools, whether you're in a or not, you just want to regulate fear. Uh, there's something called a chi machine. And if you go to my com, there's a link called uh, Videos, and under that is Support Detox. And if you go to the bottom, we have a video showing uh, a chi machine and what I'm going to discuss. So basically, it's rocking you like a baby. To make it simple, it was invented by a Japanese doctor who watched fish wiggle in the water. (laughs) <laughs> and he realized that if you could get the nervous system moving, the spine and rocking it and wiggling the spine, it was very, very relaxing. Now he didn't exactly develop it just for you know on this direction, but it's very unwinding and relaxing to the to the nervous system. So it also has other good health benefits. Now, if you go to that video you'll see it and please go there and look. You can take what's called a theracane and start to do emotional or acupuncture release points. But really, when you're rocking and you're stressed, if you reach behind it with this theracane and start hitting points in your back, or we show it on the video, they're like emo- call them emotional relief points. Acupuncture points have a lot to do with emotion. All the meridians in acupuncture relate to a different emotion. Like for instance, liver is anger, frustration, lung, colon is grief, worry is spleen, stomach. But what we're really in this practice you're gonna do, and by the way, the kidney meridian fear is along the spine. Uh, Mm -hmm. The backside is called the bladder meridian which goes with the kidney meridian. All along, like your chest, if you reach on the front, you'll feel points, you can actually release your fear By simply experimenting, and you can see this on the video, what it looks like, hitting some points while you're rocking. So now you're rocking the baby and doing, basically learning how to do some self-meridian release. Very instinctually, just just do it, play with it, and you'll notice you'll start to unwind. And you'll feel immediate release from stress. Very simple. And again, the video has some other things we show using some things called nano-wands, which you can use on your chakras. And we show some chakra work on that video. Now, the chakras are just, in in Chinese medicine, for instance, the heart chakra is called the sea of tranquility. It's an actual acupuncture point. Sea of tranquility. Isn't that interesting, the heart chakra?
2: Well, yes. (laughs) It makes sense.
3: (laughs) There are teachings all in the modern day that have taken the old traditions and spun it into Western medicine, always talking about the intelligence of the heart, the ability of the heart intelligence to regulate and process. The chakras, think of them as buying the most advanced computer with the best processor. If you want to have a great processing of the subconscious, start accessing the chakras. They are multidimensional and have the capability of processing at a much higher level than your ordinary mind. So once you access a chakra, you're going into some of that language system I'm talking about. You're starting to go beyond the thinking, beyond the thought. You're just sort of drifting in almost to like an imaginary place. And you start to process. And you feel better. So then don't question it. You know, if you're going to question it with the left brain, just say, thank you. (laughs) Like the hopopono, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. But, you know, the left brain is pretty much always trying to run its thing. So you have to always, you know, kind of temper it. So anyhow, that's a simple practice using this. And again, the video is very self-explanatory. And it's extremely unwinding, rocking the baby with a chain machine. Children like very fundamental motions. They love rocking, they love jumping, they love spinning. So it turns out, by the way, the next tool would be bouncing or jumping. Children jump on beds. We recommend a high-end mini-trampling called a rebounder. And this is also a way to move the energy body, but it's extremely healing on all the cells. It pumps all the cells. It gets rid of toxins. And it's very regulating and kind of musical. If you have a high-end trampoline, the body loves that rhythm. And when you put yourself into a rhythm, you immediately feel more peaceful. But we're not, with talking, a tea
2: we're not but talking about the kind of trampoline where you're bouncing high in the air. We're talking about just slight bouncing is that correct right
3: it's a 40 inch diameter roughly and you can get a support bar if you're older and fear fear of falling down you never have to leave the mat but that gentle bouncing rhythm here's the deal it affects every cell in your body it's it's a whole body dynamic as is the chi machine it's a big wave dynamic with the chi machine by the way cranial psychotherapy is about a big wave dynamic and the rebounder, it puts you into a rhythm, a good one. A cheap one actually is like bad rhythm. So don't buy a cheap one. If you can jump or bounce on a floor, do that. But don't waste your money on a cheap rebounder. It has poor rhythm. Anyhow, that, some people really find that very, very unwinding. Obviously, you know, you I know many people who love to go to the gym. Anytime you move your whole body, of course, that's healing, moving the energy. Right. Now when you're on a rebounder, the, with the chakras, it's very interesting real quick. Spinning, children you've seen children spin, whirl and spin. Why do they do it? Because spinning actually moves the chakras. And the chakras go two directions, clockwise and counterclockwise. And there's always these arguments, which way should you spin the chakras? Well, basically counterclockwise, and in, when I do electroacupuncture, it has a negative setting, is like unwinding a spring. And clockwise is like winding energy in, putting energy in. So very simply put, if you play with spin, much like a washing machine agitator, you can <laughs> actually start a cleaning process because you're getting the chakras activating them to spin in both directions, and they work. Depending on what the body needs, they might want to suck out negative energy or they might want to bring in good new energy. So you, they actually each, you know, the spin direction is based on what you really need moment to moment. And you can play with spinning on a rebounder carefully or on the ground. I would think that
2: would be difficult.
3: (laughs) You know, there were two yoga traditions. Well, the Sufis always would spin counterclockwise, Uh, the whirling dervishes. And the Tibetans always advocated in the Five Tibetan Rites spinning clockwise. So, you know, it's like the battle of the spin. Which way (laughs) is correct? (laughs) Well, if you understand that counterclockwise is for emptying or cleaning, and clockwise is for bringing in new prana or new energy. You, if you have a lot of old garbage, you want to take it out first before you try to bring in the new. Yeah. Is a simple way to put it. Now, the third thing is the, the breathing. And that's really huge. I have a blog Andrew, on my undershine.com site called Breathe Like a Yogi for Dummies.
2: Andrew, let um, me interrupt you here because we we have come time for a break. Okay, and uh, well. I, I know that your breathing is is a fairly involved subject. And actually, before we go on the break, I want to clarify that spinning is not that class that you see at the gym where people are madly pedaling on these stationary bicycles. It's it's like turning around on the ground. So, folks, don't go away. We will be right back to talk about breathing.
4: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click Coaching.
3: Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness.
4: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: You are listening to The Healing Whisper: a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at MindSpring.com. Now back to the show.
2: Welcome back. And today, my guest, Andrew Scheim, we were talking about some cleaning tools and uh he, he spoke about the chi machine, and which is kind of a rocking motion. Uh, the rebounder, which is gentle, bouncing in a rhythm. And he also talked about spinning. And during the break, uh, Andrew clarified to me, it's not a, a really fast spinning. It's just turning around in a circle. It, uh, is that correct,
3: Andrew? Yeah, if you're on a rebounder, I mean, if you're on the ground... You, in the Tibetan rites. you first right is to spin clockwise, and you can. You go kind of. You know. You can do on the ground. You can vary the speed, but if you're on a rebound, this is more like a. Like you're just. You go really carefully. I mean, please don't hurt yourself. <laughs> and if you have a support bar, hold on at all times. And you don't want to get dizzy. But you're just. It's almost like a little bit like a washing machine agitator. You can you can actually go like left. Clockwise or counterclockwise, you know. Base. Do it how you feel. Maybe you go and go slowly. So you might be jumping and turning to the left slowly, and then that feels really good. And then, then maybe you want to, you know, do that a couple of times and go to the right. Just follow your instincts, but don't be careful, please.
2: Yeah, and the uh, as as a reminder, the purpose of all of this, the rocking, the chi machine, the rebounding, the, the spinning, the purpose is to help with clearing or cleaning of of some of those negative viruses?
3: Well, no, what it's really, okay, I mean, yes, those movements onto themselves can open up pathways. Anytime energy moves, you know, you have a much greater potential for cleaning to take place by divinity. So things always work better in a moving system than a stagnant system. So, you know, you think of a mountain stream moving, it cleans itself. You think of a swamp, it doesn't move. So that's kind of a simple analogy. Again, washing clothes, it's the agitator that helps wash the clothes. So this gets into a deep subject, but we're setting rhythms in the body. We're trying to get the body to move rhythmically and reclaim some of that childlike rhythm that we lost because of because of traumas and fears where the body shut down
2: I see now you were you were mentioning the, the agitator
3: self, on. unconscious gets into well let's put it this way you can clean all the time you can clean while you're jumping you can look at the prayer and the That's I have information on my website you know I have a uh, nine part video series you, links to that you can go check out but it's very important to, you know, they talk about always, if you follow the work of the, the help opponent teachings, especially Dr. Yulin, it's always having a conversation with the inner child. So what does the child, the child says, well, you know, the child's not gonna say lock me in a closet and shackle me, it's gonna say, I wanna move. Children get stuck in school way too long. They wanna go out and play. So, it's the simple things, you know. But we we, we definitely, body from a body worker point of view, Things get locked down, shut down, tight, twisted, turned, and they never get free again. So movement is critical. It's a very important part of first step.
2: And so, how does breathing work into this whole cleaning very tool? Good.
3: This is a great topic. So please read that blog: "Breathe Like a Yogi for Dummies." And there is also on my support detox somewhere along the lines. I was interviewed by a lady and uh, on a. YouTube channel and you can actually see the mask um, the Russians studied the yogis and they wanted name a gentleman named Buteko is kind of the, the, the main teacher of this system but he wanted to understand the physiology of breathing so let's make this simple what really happens when we are stressed is basically we start to constrict and constrict and constrict so if you think of a hose that constricts, if you try to put water through that hose, good luck. I don't care, you know. And most people on oxygen masks and this and that, but their hose is crimped down. It's not going to get through. So what is causing the crimping sensation? Well, basically, if you take a look at the fact that when people they overbreathe, they, the yogis breathe less, two to three times a minute. So physiologically, he was examining what happens when you overbreathe. Basically, what he's saying is you get rid of too much CO2, and CO2 happens to be a gas that causes relaxation. The, the hose starts to deconstrict, and the water can come through. Now, he, there, it's called the Bohr effect, and you can go to the, this site, I, I, normalbreathing.com, and read about in more depth about the physiology of breathing. What What... The mask, the breathing mask that I talk about in that blog is a simple way to actually slow down the breathing, receive way more oxygen eff- effectively, and cause relaxation. So if you're in stress, if you're having a panic attack and you put that mask on, it, it, it will actually in about 15 to 20 minutes time cause a tremendous relaxation response you'll never be able to do it on your own because you're literally over-breathing, you're hyperventilating, you're getting rid of CO2 and causing everything to constrict more and more. When the CO2 comes back into the body, the nerves relax and the blood vessels dilate. Now the, again, read the blog, you learn to essentially increase resistance and you can take in wee bits of oxygen when you're learning to do this practice. Very effectively and efficiently. So when you take the mask off, you're, you're able to absorb tremendous amounts of more of oxygen. Now the last show we talked about the water mm-hmm. delivering using oxygen, activated oxygen to clean the cells. Well, oxygen's you know a, a, you know is is one of the most amazing gases, but it is. Again, it's the restriction of the oxygen is the problem. And that is true, by the way, in all healing. It's never about what's out there. The love is out there. The oxygen's out there. We restrict the receiving. And we have to learn to, and you know, this is the physiology of letting go, really.
2: Letting go and receiving.
3: Right. But it's a very, again, back to these subtle viruses of the programs, what's triggering the stress are memories, memories, memories. And when we talk about the subconscious, these are buried very, very deep. So they cause us to to go into these states. Now, when you start to relax, you have a better shot at actually then, in more peace, and a more regulated meditative state, getting to the actual deeper layers of the mind, so to speak, where the memories are stored it's right. almost like you're learning to become a... You need to know how to go become a deep sea diver.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we've all seen the pictures in, in the uh, on the television that when people, some people go into a panic attack, they grab a paper bag and start breathing into that. And in my medical training, that is one of the things that uh, we were told. If somebody's in a panic attack... Have them breathe it in a bag because they're getting more carbon dioxide, right. and et cetera, et cetera. Now, the so, math is
3: similar. It, the actual, it's a reuptake of CO2. However, the valves are set up, to, it's mixed with O2. Right. It's mixed with oxygen. You're not just blocking off everything. So you're always, the more resistance you create in the system, the less Intake there is, but the, and the, but there's always the the reuptake of the CO2, which is causing the relaxation response.
2: Right, and so I yeah, want to
3: simple. you know it's very simple. Yes, But you know it's it interesting not to just make a statement. the The Russians sell a device that's a, this is in my blog that does the same thing as the mask called the Frolov device. But they're advocating for healing all these diseases because when the system can relax and receive oxygen, voila, you start to heal. So the mask is, if you go on my blog, that you're going to see the mask is advocated for athletes who are trying to increase sports performance. Right. But they don't touch the, in the, in the West here, they don't talk, in America, they don't talk about the same device. One is for becoming more a better athlete, and then the Russians are talking exclusively about disease. I always find that interesting.
2: Yeah, yeah. Andrew, we have a few minutes before the break. Let's get into another tool, which is one of my favorites for relaxing and all of that. And this is music. What role does music have as a cleaning tool?
3: Wow. Well, I've been a musician since I was eight, and I've been a professional musician. Honestly, I'll tell you something if you, there's something in music called the groove, and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> people really appreciate that well, Now we're not even classical music in its own way has a, a it, it appeals to a different sensibility, but just briefly, in terms of rhythm and the you know we're talking about the body work. The groove in music is the foundation for, let's say, a band. If you're into blues or soul or R&B, modern music, if the rhythm section doesn't have that really strong connection to the foundational lower harmonic groove, the big waves, the rest of the band will never sound good. So it's interesting the frequencies that go on to put to make really good music. Now, when you hear really good music, you're like, "Oh, that's amazing." But no one ever heard a terrible rhythm section under a great musician. They, I mean, they have really set up what's called the groove. And yes. And it's the same thing with the body. So when I was a musician, actually, I morphed into body work because I was so sensitive to the body's energies and musicians. So when their bodies were stuck, their music was stuck. Literally. Yeah, And I would be yeah. p- picking up on their organ, Chinese meridian systems. <laughs> so it was very frustrating because I'm like, why isn't this music kind of going to the next level because literally the internal instrument was stuck. And when people are younger, you notice a lot of the great musicians are usually, you know, when they have that energy moving and they're younger, they make the best music. They make the best chess players. When that energy body starts to slow down, you know, then they're taking all the drugs. It's not the same. They're trying to force the energy. So every and musician to, should really learn how to work on their internal instrument if they want to be become better musicians.
2: And and maintain that greatness. And uh, you often will see certain athletes or musicians that perform greatly long into their... Um, when the career normally kind of stops for these individuals. But what you're yeah, saying... A lot that, of them blow
3: out and die... All my favorite sax players were dead by 40. And by the way, they were over-breathing, all of them. <laughs> Practicing seven hours a day, they were killing themselves.
2: Yeah, well.
3: <laughs> and the piano players I, I, all live to be that. old. Not all of them, but you see a lot more older piano players than you see sax players. Note well, to that instrument. Don't teach fears, your kid a wind instrument. No, I'm just
2: kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, beware. well you know, the I'll... piano is considered a percussive instrument. Andrew, it's time for the break again. And when we come back, you had mentioned a uh, work that you do. It's called the Emotion Code. So yeah. when we come back, is can we talk about that Emotion Code?
3: Sure, that'd be great.
2: Okay, folks, don't go away.
4: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are
1: you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little
4: help from a friend. Go
1: beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click Coaching.
4: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's one eight six six four seven two five seven nine two. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show.
2: Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and today my guest is Andrew Scheim. And uh, I just want to mention how you can get a hold of Andrew. We have been he has been speaking about how you can find out a lot about the information Just check out his videos and everything on his website which is andrewshime.com and that's spelled a n d r e w s C-H-E-I-M dot com. And uh, there is, it's a very robust website, and I would uh, recommend you all go there. If you didn't have a chance to write it down, you can go to The Voice America, uh, this particular show, and there are links to his website, as well as a code for getting his bluesy water at 10% off for your first order, and uh, you use that code healing code 10 and that will get you that 10% off. Is it
3: Healing Whisperer 10?
2: No, it's Healing Code 10.
3: Oh, okay, it is okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's at least that's what you told me. So, Andrew, did I forget anything as far as how to connect with you?
3: Um, no, if you go to my practice. Petitioner site, there's contact info there. And then also, uh, by the way, we do have more videos on the Blue Z Water site, so please go to the video section of that site, bluezeewater.com. Okay. We have all great. kinds of health videos under support detox.
2: So today, Andrew, we have been talking about clearing, cleaning emotions and fear and uh, everything along those lines with the Hawaiian hope Pono, pono. <laughs> I probably butchered it again. Anyway, you use a work called the emotion code. Uh, can you please explain that and why you find that so effective?
3: Well, it was created by a body worker, and um, again, it's a, what I call a a healing um, tool, a cleaning tool. The at the heart of the goal is to bring everything to divinity so divinity cleans. The problem is the resistance and then the other biggest problem and this is huge is getting that interface. How do you connect and even get deeper into the field to where you can do the cleaning? So this is is a unique challenge. You have to learn how to interface and how to access. Ultimately divinity does the cleaning But if you don't, knock and you shall receive. It's like learning how to knock or where to knock. And that's, you know, this is very mysterious. But a lot of times when we're afflicted, we have no idea where the data is coming from at all. And we're never going to be, like I say, left brain exact. But it is important. The body will send signals. So let's say you feel tension in the stomach. Well, in Chinese medicine, like we said, that's grief. So if you ignore that, you're, you're not going to have less chance to, to, to clean it or to heal it. But if you start paying attention, that's a, it's a step closer. Now the, the emotion code is using the body's wisdom to source a number one, what the real you know a lot of times we don't even know what the primary emotion is in ourselves is what you know, we might think we're really angry, but if we actually start looking at it, it might be a different emotion. So you're doing a simple muscle testing or using a pendulum either way to ask the body. You have a chart of emotions, and you basically narrow it down to a specific emotion using muscle testing. So anybody who doesn't know about muscle testing, when, the body, when you ask the body a question, if it stays strong, that means a yes. And if the body goes weak and you just put someone's arm out and you literally push, and if the and if the person has good resistance, that means strong, strong current, strong connection. Yes. If their arm goes plop down when you push, that means no. So this is a way to simply ask yes and no. Now this is probably maybe new to a lot of people. Have you done any uh, muscle testing work, Marianne?
2: I personally, yes, I have, and uh, that's uh, one of the ways that I really help myself is looking for weakness or strength
3: right now you can even feel let's give an obvious example in a body if a body you know tissue when it's healthy it's warm it's vibrating it's supple when it's unhealthy it can be very cold brittle hard so you know just just this is obvious stuff but we don't trust the obvious sort of wisdom of the body and this is a huge thing to contemplate if you're a skeptic And you say, well, where do I get my answers? Well, meditate on what, you know, your intuitive nature and what the body's wisdom is about. Anyhow, for those of you who do trust the body wisdom, you're simply getting the yes and no answers all the time in this work. You have to have a a muscle testing technique or a dowsing technique or have somebody do it who's good at that. So you need to develop that skill set. Now, basically once you source what the emotion is, and it's, by the way, laid out by Meridian, so I always find that that's one of the reasons I like this work, because a lot of times it, it lines up. Yesterday I was working on a client, did the work, her kidney chi was extremely low, and the first thing that popped up when we did the work was kidney, a kidney-related emotion. And kidney is fear. Back to fear. So anyhow, once you source the emotion, this is, now this is where it gets very interesting, you're, you're asking, when did this occur? And or first occur. So you're trying to track an emotion back to a time in life. And well let's make this simple. Let's say it was a hopelessness, and uh, to give an example, I had a client like this, and let's say you lost had a great loss in your life at a certain age. It will probably you know, I'm not saying this as an example. it might then show the age. Literally you're asking, when did this first occur? And it's again, yes and no. You could break it down to like, I break it down for me, I'm 61. I go conception, and by the way, conception means an inherited generational emotion. You can ask then in the womb, birth, then like birth through 30, or 30 through 61. Then you could narrow it down. But basically, you're, you're sourcing the age when the emotion occurred. And then once you source the age, you're saying, is this enough information? Can we clean it? Can we can we clear it now? Typically, by the time you get narrowed down to the emotion and the age, a lot of times, that's enough for the higher self to know or your own interconnected wisdom to know. Yes, I I'm actually tuned into this now, and you can clear it. You don't need to know huge content. You need to get closer to the source of the information where divinity now can take over. I don't know if this does this make sense to you.
2: Yeah, it does. And uh, Andy, we're, Andrew, we're, we're getting real short on time. So let me ask you a question here. Now, do you do this emotion code work long distance? Yes, I do. Okay, that's great. And so people can Again, can go to your website andrewsheim.com, to find out how to connect with you and. Right. Go to, uh,
3: um, you can just yeah do contact and send me an email. Yeah. I actually don't have that work posted on, on that site um, per se right now. I I need actually need to put it up there, but I mean I have so many things it, it goes under a general holistic consult, but. Um, <laughs>
2: Well, you know, here here's the motivation, right?
3: <laughs> right. Uh, well, I do it, actually have. A, I can send somebody uh, if, if you contact me. I can actually send you. A, there's a free ebook on it so you can get, and I can also send you a a link. I have a Dropbox account with a lot of information on emotional healing, including Hope, yeah. on opponent stuff.
2: It sounds great. And there's just so much information here that uh, it, it's really unfortunate that we can't um, continue on with the seconds. show. Uh, well, no, actually, you don't. Okay. Uh, And folks, I I really would love to be able to continue on, and I would like to mention that you can connect with me through Facebook, The Healing Whisper page. You can connect with me on Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. I'd also like to remind everybody that we are talking about issues of the heart here, and Thousands of years ago, a very wise man, whose name was Solomon, said, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. So folks, until next week, blessings. Thank
1: you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week.